0: Welcome to Next Level Podcast with Camille Babin, author, speaker, and soul coach. Each week you will hear stories, insights, and strategies on how to become your authentic self and live a life of purpose. So let's get started for the message of today. Hello and welcome to Next Level Podcast. I'm your host, Camille Babin. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Today is the first day of the month of March, and like every new month, I think this month also carries the promise of new beginnings, why not? Or a promise that we've been holding on to, things that we keep hoping for, things that we desire, or, you know, we always have the expectation that, or maybe the assumption that a new month is supposed to bring forth new fruits. A new month is supposed to bring forth uh, uh, the, the, the realization of the dreams that we haven't seen in the previous month or in the previous year. And I think it, as much as we can get excited about the new month, I don't want us to be, you know, just trapped in the, the idea that is the month that has to work, you know, a month is nothing until we start doing any something. A month doesn't bring anything until we are the one realizing, you know, that we have been given a new opportunity. Every day is really a symbol of an opportunity that God has given us to do something new, to make a difference, to finally work in the plan and the purpose that he has set for us, to really take that uh, uh, other mission or to take that that assignment, the task list, and to be able to go down and see, am I doing what I was supposed to do? Am I focusing on the right things? You know, is even my focus right? Are my motives in the right, uh, in the right place? All these things are very, very important. And today when I was um, working or i will say before today when i was getting ready to record this episode of course as usual i asked the lord what do you want me to share today what is it that you want to impress on the heart of your people And all I could hear, it was even from a book that I was reading and it was Live Your Dreams. And actually throughout the week, I kept hearing everything that even in my own life, everything that I was hearing had to do with obedience. So now when he says, live your dreams, and I'm like, how is it that you were speaking on obedience? And now you say, live your dreams. You know, I don't really see the connection. I don't see how they're related. And, you know, without even making me wait too long, that's when I saw the connection between the two. And it's not so much the obedience that, you know, we always talk about, like, you know, child being obedient to his parents and, you know, even us being obedient to the Lord. Yes, it is true. But do you know? That by living your dreams, the dreams that God has placed in your heart, the things that God desires from you for you to do, the places that he wants to see you walk in and and the assignment that he wants you to execute and all these different tasks that he's given you and even the mandate to become who you're supposed to become, to live your authentic self, all those things. Do you know that living that, doing those things, manifesting those things is actually living in obedience? Because obedience is not just obeying the Ten Commandments. Obedience is not just, you know, refraining from so many things. Yes, it is part of it. But I don't want you to see today obedience as such a restrictive term. Because when we hear obedience, automatically we think we're in trouble. Like, what have I done wrong? Why is the Lord calling me out? You know, calling me now into obedience. Like, what maybe I was doing the wrong thing and I think if we don't if we don't really stop for a moment and just ask him what do you mean what are you speaking about how can I be obedient or what where are the areas uh, uh, in my life what are those areas that I've been disobedient in what are the things that maybe they're not very obvious to me but you call me now into obedience you call me into alignment you call me now into action or even you know into just being still what are those things? And when I, I I think I talk about obedience today, I want you to think about those things. Like, what are the dreams that God has laid on your heart that you have yet to see manifest? And I'm not talking about the things that you can say, "Oh, they, they depend on somebody else, or you don't have any control over." I'm talking about the things that are very well in your power. They are in your abilities. You can do it. It's like it's up to you. It's you're not waiting on anybody it's up to you actually people are waiting for you to say yes people are waiting for you to finally answer and walk and i think when we think about uh, the dreams that god has placed inside of you and even the manifestation it's easy to get caught up with all the questions and all the unknown because trust me there is a lot of unknown when it comes to the things that we're supposed to do It's a lot of unknown, even for somebody to launch a business, for someone to get married, because hello, you don't know the person, you know, like you can think you know them, but you don't truly know them. Sometimes we don't even know ourselves like that to be able to know somebody else but it's a risk that we're willing to take and we said in the name of love it's a risk that we're taking we're willing to take uh, in the name of success i mean like you just decide to found a family you decide to have a, a, a a child you don't know what that child will be like you don't know what that child will bring you don't even know what you being a parent you know what that means but you still go ahead so i think it's the same attitude It's the same uh, uh, approach that we should take by trusting God. You know, it's by trusting God. We can never talk about obedience without talking about trust because the only way obedience can be manifest is in the presence of trust. If there is no trust, there is no obedience. So maybe what God is after today is not so much the obedience, but it's the trust factor. Maybe God now is challenging you to trust him more. He said, trust me with the plans that I've given you. Trust me with the agenda that you are working on right now. Trust me with your schedule. Trust me with your family. Trust me with your hopes. Trust me with your desires. Trust me with your dreams and your goals. Just trust me. Because when you trust, you are obedient. Why? Because you understand that he has your best interests at heart. You understand that whatever he asks you to do, he will make a way for you. You understand that he will provide for everything that is requiring from you. Like God is never taking something out of you, but he's always bringing something to you or bringing you into something. So when you understand that, you don't have a problem saying yes. When God said, leave your dreams, you say yes. When he said, start this uh, uh, this initiative launch that project accept this offer or decline this job you know move to this place uh, uh, have that child i mean whatever it is even adopt a baby whatever it looks like for you whatever instruction you you feel like you know in your heart right now this is what i'm thinking this is what i'm considering i don't want you to be crippled by fear i don't want you to be so afraid of of jumping of making a mistake that you forfeit all the great things that God has for you, that you forfeit the plan that you're supposed to manifest even in this life, that you forfeit the purpose for your presence on this earth. So uh, uh, when I was thinking about all these things and I was like, yes, but the common uh, answer that we get is always like, I think we do this. I do the same, all of us, you know, at some point in life, we can say in time, we can say, I've done that. I've seen that in my life. I've seen that too. Where we want to argue with God and say, but God you don't know because we feel like he doesn't know what it is to be married He doesn't know what it is to have you know the kind of children that I have He doesn't know about you know like my my marital situation he doesn't know about my business or my professional challenges he doesn't know you know about my financial uh, uh, dilemma and all these different things and I, I want to I want you to understand for one minute you know, that God cares and God knows. He's omniscient. There's nothing that he doesn't know. And we have to really rid ourselves of that mentality, thinking that God is so far from us that he doesn't relate, that he doesn't know what we're going through, that even when he asks us to do something, uh, you know, when he commands us to do something, it's as if he has no idea what it will take to get it. He knows. He knows all things from the beginning to the end. He knows them all. There is nothing, you know, that God is not aware of. There is absolutely nothing. And I think once we understand that, once we can wrap our minds around the fact that God knows it all, and God is not uh, 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 someone that is cruel and that doesn't care about our feelings and doesn't care about our needs and our desires and so forth and so on, you know, then we can really align ourselves with the plan that he has for us. And maybe there are things that have been challenging for you. It's like, you know, I'm supposed to do such and such. I'm supposed to to move this way. I'm supposed to act that way. I'm supposed to change this thing. I'm supposed to let this thing go. And you haven't been able to do it yet. Maybe today's the time, you know, don't just say it's a new month. Don't just say it's a new day, but make this day really a new thing. Make this day like something worth living for. Recently, I was sharing with my husband and I said, you know what? I was doing my list, my goals and for the month. And I was saying, you know what? I think the Lord is shifting my perspective because even in me setting my goals. uh, uh, Yes, I shared that already before when I was saying you link them to your values. But even further than that, I realized that by setting my goals, I had to ask myself this question. I said, what is it that I must complete this year? What is it that, you know, I cannot allow the year to be over without me seeing those things or walking in those things or doing these things that are up to me? Nothing that I can say, you know, it's a miracle or, you know, it's not something that I can decide, but the things that I can decide, the things that I can do, the things that I can learn, I know, you know, like uh, how many books I can read. I know what skill I need to develop all these different things. I don't have to wait for anybody. I don't have to find excuses. I can just sit and just make a list and say, Lord, what is this thing that you have assigned for this year? What is the thing that you have assigned for this month? What is the thing that you have assigned for this day? And when I say the thing, it's not just a literally a thing. It can be a, a person. It can be a group of people. It can be an idea. It can be a project. Whatever it is. But we have to be clear and go after all. I think we really need to break those barriers and limitations and go after all that God has for us. We can no longer stay in the same position and just expect the month to bring things to us, to expect the day to bring things to us, the year to bring things, or even people to do things for us that we're not willing to do for ourselves. We have that power within us to do the things that God is calling us to do. And we really have uh, uh, to to understand that the 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 problems that we see as problems, the solution is within us. Like even when we see every time the Lord was with these people, the solution never looked like solutions until they obey. You can take Moses; you know, he never knew that the Red Sea could be parted until he was right in front of it, and if he followed the the, the instruction. He stretched his rod right, and that's when the water parted. And it could have been, you know, like another, God would have, could have used another way, could have used another method, but he chose that one. Joshua, the same thing. Joshua was in the water. It wasn't up until he was already in the water that the, the water, you know, the water flow uh, just stopped and the water went back to normal. The widow with the with the jars of oil. We can, you know, count like numerous stories and, and see that whatever instruction they receive at the time didn't look like a a, a viable solution. It didn't look like a a, a reasonable plan. But what if we decide to let go of our human reasoning, our human logic, and just embrace God's plan? Because he's better. He's our better. His ways are higher than our ways. They're much better and greater. And God makes no mistakes. And I, I read, and maybe you've heard that before, uh, uh, Jim Rohn uh, used to say, he said, we must all suffer from one of two pains in life. It's the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And the difference is the discipline weighs ounces, while regret weighs tons. So why are we going uh, to, you know, not walk in the plan that God has for us and live in regret? When all it requires, maybe it can be, yes, it can be the pain of discipline because obeying God will require from us to let go of certain people or certain habits. It may, ask, you know, require us to spend a little more money or even less money, make a few sacrifices, you know, change a, a few things in our lives. Whatever it takes, we have to be willing to do it. We just have to obey. We just have to obey. Why do we obey? Because we trust that God is good. Because we know that whatever God is asking us to do is for our benefit. You know, it's never one-sided. Yes, sometimes even in our giving, you may feel like you're giving something that means you're losing, but you're never losing because life is about an exchange. Life life is about trading. You trade one thing for another. There may not be equal in value, but there will still be of the same, the equal benefit. You know, like I can give you, uh, I don't know, if I give you uh, like a purse, maybe that value is like a $1,000 and maybe you just later just help me with my kids or, you know, you drop me off somewhere or you just maybe refer me to somebody or even you just mention a book to me or a program. And that thing, you know, will bring the same value as far as what I will gain from it, the knowledge, the exposure that I will receive from it. So I think we really have to stop thinking in terms of, you know, we have to match always, you know, like we don't see if God says, you know, like stop watching this show or no longer listen to this music or, you know, start this program. And all you think is, oh my God, it's going to take this time away from my family. And you don't see the return. And because we're afraid that we're not maximizing, you know, we're not getting any value out of it, then automatically we say no. Automatically we decline, not understanding that the return is not in what we see. And I've heard so many times even people making the mistake of thinking that because they pay the tithes, the return, we're not even paying, the return the tithes to the Lord they feel like that means they're always getting something back, like physically. Like if I pay my tithe, that means, you know, I'm always getting something. Like, you know, the money will be returned to me. The money, I'll have this opportunity. But sometimes we have to think about the return being that God is preventing something from happening to you. So sometimes it's not always what you get, but it's also what you don't get you know, that you should have probably received, you know, or those things that you should have, maybe if it was just left up to you, this was your, it should have been, you know, like, I don't want to say punishment, but it should have been your, your portion. That it prevented you from maybe being sick or going to the hospital and spending money there. So, yes, you may not have received physical money back in your account, but at least you didn't spend more money. So, we have to think in terms of, you know, like God always is working for us and is working with us and is working through us. So, he never placed us in situation for us to fail. So, when God says something to you and he said, leave your dreams, just obey. When God say this thing I'm asking you to do and you say, but Lord, I can't, I have this, I have that. And we find a thousand reasons why we should not do it. And God is again saying, just obey, just obey. You don't see the end. You don't understand. There are so many things that I can use my personal experience, my personal testimony and share with you. There are many things that I find myself myself doing in this season. That there were things that God has spoken to me like six, seven, ten years ago. That now I see the fruit. Now I see the result. And it wasn't a big thing at first. It was just one step. It was just one instruction. It was just one task. And as I did those things, later on, you know, it's like I could see like it was just a pile of brick. Stacking up, you know, one on on top of the other. One on top of the other. And today, you know, I can sit and just watch those things and be like, wow, at the time he gave me the instruction, it looked nothing like what it is today. It didn't even look like that's where he was going or he was taking me. But because I was obedient in those things, I can see now. So what are the other things that we haven't been obedient to? What are the other instructions that because we're not able to see the bigger picture, because we're not even maybe able to grasp the details, we just say no to? And God is saying today, I want you to leave out those things. I want you to obey. I want you to follow the steps. I want you to just trust me. So this is my prayer today that as we embark on this new month, you know, and it's even the last of the quarter. It's the last of the quarter, right? The first three months of the year will be over soon. And I'm not saying it, you know, to cause panic or fear because we still have, you know, days as long as the Lord allows. But at the same time, we really have to be uh, 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 conscious, time conscious. We really have to be uh, 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 cognizant of the fact that time is of essence. You know, nobody knows the day or the hours, so we have to treat every day as if it were the last. We have to make sure that we, we drop all the weight, everything that can hold us back, that can prevent us from stepping into purpose, step, stepping into our destiny, working in line with what God has for us. We have to make sure that we get rid of those things, that we drop all the weight. And we're able to walk freely in in, in the word of the Lord that he has for us, in his promise, in his plan, in really the, the command that he gives us. So I really pray for you today that you will hear the voice of the Lord. You will hear his word and you will be able to see clearly in your own life. What are the places? What are the things? Where are the what are those areas that God is challenging you to trust more so that you can obey What are those things that maybe you haven't felt the courage to do? But now he said, you know, like it's time. You have to jump. Just take that leap of faith. Just jump and trust me. So I really pray for you today that this is where you will be. And if you feel like you're not strong enough, ask him for the strength because he provides the strength. He said he supplies all of our needs and the more than financial needs, the more than material needs. God provides you with the strength, the grace that you need also to accomplish the thing that is asked of you. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And by His grace, I will return next week. Thank you for listening to Next Level Podcast. For more content, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Camille Babin. Until next time, embrace your power to become.